Hello and welcome to Founding It In, the improvised founding show where the callers have no idea what they're calling in to talk about. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about journeys of a lifetime. Brittany's on the line. Brittany, you went on a spiritual journey of sorts, is that right? I did, yes. Where did you go? I went to the beach. I grew up in a place that was very far away from the ocean. Where was that? um, Omaha, Mm -hmm. Nebraska, USA. Mm Mm-hmm the United States yes. of America. Nebraska, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I had just always heard of the ocean and of the waves and how the moon affects the waves and all that. And so, um, yeah, I got in my car and I just said, Brittany, you are going to see the beach. And I did. And what beach did you end up at, Brittany? Joseph's Beach. Joseph's Beach. Where's yeah. that? I don't know if you that. It's in New Jersey. New Jersey, okay. Uh, which so is that's quite a, a distance. state in the United States of America where I am from. Yes, yes. And um, in what way did you feel as kind of a spiritual uh, experience when you got to Joseph's Beach? Well, you hear about sand and you don't think it's real. Right, yeah. But it is. So you'd never seen sand in like a... a, Oh, in films. Yeah, in films, yeah, yeah. Never had like a sand pit in in your your school or your crash? Oh, well, I I just thought... I, we did. Yeah. You know, Dave, I never made that connection. That that, that, that was, was from, Beachy Sand. Yeah, that's Beachy Sand. What? The world is a wonderful yeah, it place. Yeah, is. An absolute wonder. Yeah. So you experienced sand for the first time. I did. And what did that awaken in you or... Well, at first I was confused because I tried to run on it and it was more difficult to run on than just normal ground. Yes. And they don't show you that in the movies. They do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are if just anything, running on it. They regularly show people running like, they like do, no problem. They do. Like yeah. it's easy. Yeah. And... Um, stay on the line, Brittany. I want to I bring in some other callers who've also been on journeys of sorts and maybe uh, maybe we can bring you back in to chat with them. Um, Danny, you traveled the world. Is that right? I, I did. I travelled the world there recently, and uh, from top to bottom. I tried to get around everywhere. Uh, but Dave, what I'm really here to talk about is not the actual geographical, uh, you know, uh, ex- the journey. Exactly. Yeah. What I tried to do is I tried to uh, concuss myself in each country and to see what that would bring. See if I could open up any other kind of uh, chasms, kind of kind of worlds within that. So I kind of. I'd find the hardest uh, thing I could find on the ground in each of these countries and I'd hit myself over the head with it and see what I'd be like when I was semi-conscious. Mm. And what off, what kinds of things would you be hitting your head off there? Well, it, it depends. If I was kind of in a metropolitan area, I might get a, an iron gird or, or, or a brick or something. I'd give yeah. myself a smack in the head. But uh, the other cultures, of course, as you know, would be uh, kind of a bit more primitive and sometimes I'd have to make do with a very hard sobel shoe or maybe uh, the hand of somebody else, mm. you know, if it was uh-huh. particularly uh, impoverished, you know. Right, we didn't no have rocks. bony hand day. But they're not of rocks in these impoverished. No, some of them are so poor that they've had to sell their rocks. Right. Okay. I don't need to tell you which countries. No, I no, do you not need to tell you. <laughs> you don't know. That's fine. <laughs> but um, uh, what was the the end result of 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 knocking yourself silly in all these different places? Not, 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 not as much, not as fruitful as I thought. I have a permanent uh, kind of uh, hemorrhaging in my brain, so I wouldn't have, a, I wouldn't have a huge lifespan. But I will say, uh, <laughs> it, it did, it did really pass the time because, as I said, it was only conscious half the time. And um, so, if you are, this, I suppose this is going out to any of your listeners who yeah. are thinking of doing a world trip or are worried about all that idle time they might have in their hands, just knock yourself out a few times, and uh, you, you, you may start to experience things in a kind of an altered reality uh, that will. Uh, Certainly, if nothing else, um, uh, get you some attention from your parents. Dave, may I, may I just ask? Because this this all sounds very ins- like inspirational to me and aspirational, and I just yeah. I just want to know how he affords it because I I only had the bit of money to get to, to Joseph's Joseph Beach. Beach yeah. So 
How did you afford it? Uh, well, uh, I'm glad you asked because actually this none of this would be possible without the bursary I received. And there is a fantastic bursary for seven people uh, in, 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 in this province alone uh, to go around the world and hit themselves with blunt instruments. Uh, and it's funded all by uh, the government. Which government? The Pakistani government. Right, so they've set up a bursary specifically to do the exact thing... For Irish people. For Irish people. For Irish people within the province of Leinster. Right, and and, and six other people could do this? Six other people, they're all uh, related to me. Are are currently doing this? Currently doing it, some of them are back. And uh, why did they set up this fund? They set it up essentially uh, as a social experiment uh, to see how Westerners uh, would cope with travelling around the world with... uh, Concussion, right? And they and they've deduced uh, so far that uh, not not well. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. not coped well. Okay, and they focused in on Leinster. Uh... Leinster, they thought would have because it, you have quite a, a nice spectrum of uh, you have Kilkenny in there, you have Louth. Uh, I need I say more? <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. No. Okay, I want to bring in another caller uh, talking about journeys of a lifetime. Tim, uh, your journey of a lifetime was to Cork. Is that right? I was just like. Just so like excited to, to go there, and uh, it was just like it's just a thrill ride. Yeah, are you? Have wait, you ever been? Are you from Cork? What? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like this is the place to go. Like it's absolutely brilliant, and everybody should go there. Like it's an amazing place. Okay, cool. I'm just trying to find out where are you from? To what? Where are you from? I'm from. Uh, I'm from. Uh, have you heard of Omaha? Uh, in Nebraska, Nebraska, You're United from, States. Yeah, we've actually got another caller on the line, Brittany, who's from Omaha. Oh, yeah. Gosh, oh, we probably know each other. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I can't. I, I, I'll be honest, Dave. I, I can't really recognize his his words. His accent is. Um, <laughs> you don't understand what he's saying. No. That's weird. Um, your accent doesn't sound. It sounds like you're from. Oh, Ireland. I'm from a different part of Omaha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what made you go to Cork and what did you find so amazing about it? Jeez, I was like, <laughs> this just sounds like an amazing place. Yeah. What was so great about it though? They got like, uh, uh, they got uh, drinks yeah. there and uh, oh, it's just like the crack. The crack, the crack yeah. like you can just talk to anyone in the street and they'd be like sound to you, you know, okay. not like up in Dublin. <laughs> yeah, you've been to Dublin. Dublin, uh, Nebraska, I'm talking oh, about. Oh, okay, yeah. Not, yeah, that, it's fucking Dublin. terrible place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Full of the, <laughs> Jackies, I think they're <laughs> fucking great. Dublin, Nebraska. <laughs> this is in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nebraska, yeah. Absolute bastards, a lot of them. Oh, we're the fucking real capital. Okay, so Tim, you're not from Cork. What? You're not from Cork. Cork, no, what's that? <laughs> you, called in, you called in to tell us about your journey of a lifetime, which is to Cork. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, the amazing place I've ever been. Yeah. I'd recommend everybody go there. Do you live there? Oh, uh, I'd be tempted to. Yeah. I'd be tempted to now because uh, the property prices aren't as expensive as Dublin now. And they have like just as many uh, facilities, the great cinemas there. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, it's you, you'd be a fool to live in Dublin. Yeah, it's not an either or, I guess. I mean, I was in Dublin there, and uh, do you know what they're paying for? Like a small room could be like a, a seven hundred fifty euros a month. Um, a month, Brittany, have for you for like d- a tiny room? Have you heard of Dublin, Nebraska? Um, I I haven't. No, Dave. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be rude, but I, I don't. This man does not sound like he's from Nebraska. He doesn't know. Um, I well, I've been in Cork for a while now. 
Yes, I see you've picked up days, the accent. So yeah, I picked yeah. up the accent. Danny, you don't have any relatives that have hit their head and I don't know uh, done some brain damage. We, you think we, well, we did try and uh, we did try and get it going at home, but it just as I said, it, it's very dangerous. And uh, just the hemorrhages, Dave yeah. and Cork. There's enough hemorrhages, anyways. You probably know yourself. There's a lot of people with brain damage there, so we wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Was the main problem. Right. Yeah. What are you saying? What? What's this fucking Jackie saying? <laughs> I don't think I don't think he's from Dublin. What? I'm just saying there's a lot of Well he's from Leinster, the I mean they're all the same. I mean, you might as well be from Dublin if you're from Leinster, right? Think, yeah. Man is very antagonistic for yeah. someone from Nebraska which is known for its placid people. Well Brittany well, can attest to that. <laughs> the the blasted people of Nebraska. Placid. Placid. Oh placid. <laughs> Tim is from I am, uh, I'm uh You're from Nebraska? He said, he said earlier you're from Dublin, Nebraska, I think. No, Dublin, no. Nebraska is an awful place. Oh, I'm sorry. from Omaha. You're from Omaha, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I once had a cat that had a respiratory infection and sounded so much like him. Okay. Just a hey, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a cat. Oh, all right. Well, okay. now protest too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kill Kenny. What? <laughs> Is he calling me Baggy a Kilkenny, just, Dave? Kilkenny? No, I think he's, uh, the cats are, are, are from Kilkenny. It's a, I hate um, them so much. Name for the, the uh, Kilkenny, team. Nebraska. Um, Danny, are you from Kilkenny? Uh, no, I'm not from Kilkenny, and thank God, I, I feel like I'd be on the receiving end of quite a lot of abuse. That I'm living in the underground bunker preparing uh, for the wrath. Of? Just the wrath. This, the, uh, the wrath. The, yeah. the Pakistani government is also after me, because I, I took... <laughs> Too much money. <laughs> Took too much money from the bursary. Wait, they just allowed you to just take as much money. Was it, a, was it a physical bursary, and you just grabbed a it lot? It was. Of it? You, you went into a room, and <laughs> they said, uh, "Just take your bursary there, but don't do take not much. take any more." Yeah. They said, and uh, it was kind of like a trust. You know, this where you take the bottles of water at the airport, and you have to give uh, uh, a euro. Oh, yeah. It oh. was like that, except with a huge amount of Pakistani government funds. Did you have to what? leave bottles of water there? And you could do. That was also seen as a nice gesture. I wonder, uh, was it part of the test, you know, to see whether you'd be honest, uh, like the first stage of the, whatever this experiment was. It could well was, have been, and I, I may have like fallen Willy at the Wonka. first hurdle, like Willy Wonka. Do you know what? I did think it was very like Willy Wonka. The Pakistani head of government came down the stairs, and this kind of reverse walking, <laughs> and he would stop, and he, despite the fact that he was clearly going to one point, he would reverse a few steps, and we'd all have to go. Yeah, back behind you was very inconvenient. It took most of the morning. Yeah, what were the other people like? Uh, now that you say it, they all had different voices that had, at different points of the uh, <laughs> of the experiment where they were kind of weeded out for uh, being greedy <laughs> yeah. or selfish. One of them was a cowboy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, look, listen, guys, it's been great talking to you all about your journeys, uh, fascinating stories. I want to thank you all for phoning in. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Steve's on the line. Steve, you're fed up with the Tidy Towns Committee, is that right? Oh, God, the Tidy Towns, Dave, it's absolute nightmare. Why are they doing this to us? Every year it happens. But, yeah, but they're just trying to just trying to clean up. What's the problem? Well, they, I'm, I'm trying to make a mess. Why are you trying? I want to have a mess, 
div. Like, it's just, you know, do you know when something's too fancy that you can't go? Like, people that have, like, a front room, and there's, like, nobody's allowed in there because yeah. it's too fancy. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what, uh, my town is too fancy. So people won't even uh, people stop People won't there. even go down the town. Yeah. They're all like, well, we'll just stay we'll out here in this field, and we'll have dinner out here. We yeah. can't go down the town. And and my restaurant in the middle of town is, is uh, just empty of people all the time. Now, just on that, because you said you want to make a mess. Is, yes. is the interior of your restaurant, is it quite messy? Is it... <laughs> Absolutely disgusting, Dave. But, but, but it's just to make people feel relaxed. But maybe know? maybe the, the reason you've no customers what? is... Uh, maybe the reason you've what? no customers is your restaurant is disgusting. No. I mean, do the but, other restaurants and cafes have people in... They are jam-packed, yes. <laughs> morn till night, Dave. Yeah. But they're further out. Mine is right in the centre of town. And that's what you're putting it down to. The town's too nice, you're the out in the middle. The town is too nice. So, so people are, are happy enough to kind of uh, just the skirt the edges. Just the of the town, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so I'm just throwing rubbish everywhere. And okay, well, uh, they come along and they pick it up. I want to bring in... pick Ma- it up again. I want to bring in Mary from the Tidy Towns. Uh, hey, how's it going? Mary, you, you, know, you know Steve, you're familiar with him, I presume? I do, I do. I Hello, Mary. It's lovely to hear from you. I love his restaurant. It's really nice. Um, but so you're not put off by all the, the filth? Well, I thought it was kind of a theme. Like, uh, you know, you have kind of, you go in, the food's all from last night. It's all on the floor. You pick it up, you eat it. Pick Whatever's it. there is there. Whatever's the specials there. are just what's left over from whoever ate there the night before. And yeah. it's on the floor. It's on the floor. The floor. It's yeah. kind of like they had toddlers in there in high chairs. And then the toddlers eat it and they throw Just it on throw the floor. It. Yeah. It's kind of floor. like it, that because it is that. that is we a, do yeah. have toddlers that come in and throw food everywhere. It's part of the theme. Yeah. And then at night, then the, the foxes come in and they have a go. Uh, so the foxes come in, they have a go. And then, then so Monday morning, you come in, you eat whatever's and left over. Left. And then as the week goes my, my, on, it gets less and less. But yeah. I mean, you'd be very lucky to get a bucking now on the, uh, the Friday. Uh, because, I mean, nobody's in the restaurant, as I said earlier, <laughs> but you'd be very lucky to get a booking because I have lost that book and it is covered in Greece anyway. Mary's one of your few customers. Mary presumably. is my loyal customer and yeah. wife. And oh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't realise you guys are married. Sorry, yeah. Oh, sorry, yes. I'm no, on the landline and he's... <laughs> On the on mobile, mobile telephone. Yes. So, uh, so this obviously puts a whole different spin on your your argument with the tidy hands committee. So loyal. She loves the place. She really yeah. does. But but the tidy hands committee. She heads the tidy hands. She committee, heads so the tidy hands. She's town. ruining your business. Oh, so I, mean, I, I he's trying to make the whole town like his restaurant. So yeah, he's throwing bits of spaghetti and and yes. and avocados and and mm. all this kind of thing all around the town. Do you ever hear of um uh the card the card game Hearts? Yes. Do you know the do you know the uh, idea? Her, of shooting here we the, go. Here we go. <laughs> the Hearts game. He hasn't heard this yet. <laughs> do, you ever, do you know the way you can shoot the moon? I'm not really familiar with the with the rules, but shoot okay. The, uh, Dave, shoot the moon. Get, if you end up with a trick with a heart in it, then you get a you get a point, right? Okay. And then and then also the queen is uh, worth twenty five points or something like that. But if you collect all the points, then everybody else gets fifty points. 
Okay. So what I'm saying is, maybe we should make the town as messy as possible, and it'll just be like that that uh, X factor, as they say, that you know takes us over. Like we shoot the moon, and oh, uh, that's shooting the moon. That's is it? shooting okay, the moon, yeah, as in we do something so destructive that it actually works. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to bring in the mayor of the town, uh, Brian. Brian, Brian hi. Uh, what what do you think of this uh, this idea of I don't know making the town messier to to increase business? Not only is this man destroying the town aesthetically, but he seems to take a particular uh, vitriol in waiting to the very last moment. So we had the committee in, uh, as you probably know from your research, uh, two weeks ago. Oh, the town was spotless, Dave. Yeah. I swear to God, we hadn't a thing out of sight. We had seventy six hanging baskets in the one street, and the next thing he comes out with this black bag of shit and just starts spreading it gratuitously all over the town he actually takes I, I, I should take a, a particular uh, he has a venom to the way he does yeah, things yeah. And yes sorry, there's uh, a venom that I spray out as well just so the venom slightly poisonous where do you get that from uh, there's uh, sneaks that I'm breeding okay <laughs> <laughs> so and the shit is fox uh, shit fox, fox shit okay, yeah, 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 shit yeah. from the restaurant yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. literal fox shit yes. and, and I should say he's actually he's, he's going kicking people now as well he's okay. getting very, like he's actually getting violent I should say if you while give, he's doing it th- there's nothing in the rules that says you can't be violent towards the judges there well, is uh, several rules I would imagine there is specifically about that and uh, I should also say his restaurant is registered as a library it's not. It's not legally allowed to serve food. A public library. Yes. Or? A public does, library. Yeah. Somehow no, he's no, Brian, as a Brian, library. He does have that book. He's lost the booking book, but he does have that book somewhere. Book. I've I don't seen know it. That, uh, no, a, I've seen it, Dave. The, it's there. Copy of um, uh, Empire magazine somewhere in there. In the, in the, in yeah, the, the film magazine. I think it's from like 1997. I don't think this qualifies as a library, though. If you've got uh, a magazine. Two books is a library, as the old saying goes. That's no saying that says that. <laughs> but you, you said you've got one magazine and a, a book that a book. you use for right bookings. I don't think yes. that's, that counts as like a that's books. A, a library is two books. Yeah, okay. Well, look, I want to bring in the head of the Tidy Towns jury, uh, Samantha. Hi, Dave. Samantha, um, yes. I assume uh, I assume they didn't win. Uh, no, Dave. No, um, they, we did create uh, a, a special plaque because it was so um, it was spectacularly uh, untidy. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so can you can, you can was... award kind of like a, a booby prize almost. We are one of the foxes uh, grabbed it and ran off into the forest. But as soon as we find that plaque, we're going to put it up. It's a lovely plaque. And you think this will draw people to the town? Oh, come on. Well, like Would Ar- you not go and... Fi- Ireland's dirtiest town? Is Ireland's that- dirtiest town? Yeah. I mean, it's under quarantine now, though, because of the snake venom. So yes. uh, I, I, I don't know what we're going to do, you know. Well, that's not going to be good for business, Steve. Well, uh, it is in, in that none of the townsfolk can leave. Brian, what's next for the town? Are we I, under I just quarantine? Want to say this and... whole thing is the greatest shame of my political career, not only to have a town that is wall to wall feces and, and, and general. Uh, I'd be more worried about the venom, to be honest. I, the venom has also been a problem for the eyesight of many of the children. And I should say that it would be hard enough because their library has been converted into some kind of a fiasco where the only thing they can read is Empire magazine. So they mm. now have a totally overbearing knowledge of uh, pop culture from 2009 which is as distressing as anything yeah pretty, yeah. pretty useless it's, 
it, the copy is from 1997, but I have updated it to 2009. I just kind of Editions. changed some of the names of, the, of what's been reviewed uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to films from 1999, and they kind of work. Yeah, yeah. Changed the Batman from uh, Tim Burton to... Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, what's the, who did the later ones? Christopher, uh, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, listen, uh, thanks so much anyway for your call. It was great talking to you all. If you're a fan of the show, we offer loads of extra bonus content on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash phoning it in show. Uh, it's a great way to support the podcast um, with the price of a cup of coffee once a month. If you can't afford to uh, become a patron, that's totally fine. Please do tell some friends about us or uh, share your favorite episode on social media. Or if you haven't, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes as it really helps people to find the show. Thank you. Um, my guest in studio today is a famous Irish storyteller, or Shanky, who has dedicated his life to Irish myths, legends, and folklore. Miles O'Hway, welcome to the show. Very glad to be here, Dave. <clears throat> Miles, uh, where did your, your grow for storytelling begin? Well, I suppose it, uh, it all came from uh, when I was raised by, I was actually raised by uh, wolves in, really? in Connemara. Wow. And uh, they used to whisper the stories into my ear. They used to say, Miles... You need to take this story with you, and you need to tell the world, uh, and in as an economical way as possible. They used to say, or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is why I work entirely in audiobooks. Okay, and so just to go back a little bit, um, how did you end up being raised by wolves, Miles? Well, um, I came over on a, a famine ship. Now it wasn't during the famine, but it was an old famine ship that, ship that had been repurposed. So, um, and you came over from? Well, my parents had gone to see the Everly Brothers in Bristol. And they uh, they got completely out of it, and they put me on a ship. It was coming over. They were going to put it into the wax museum yeah. um, as a kind of a novelty thing. And they said, there's a child on this, uh, or a very lifelike wax figure. So they knew it wasn't theirs. And uh, they uh, they said, well, the best thing to do would be to put this man on a, on a city link uh, down to Connemara and see what the wolves do with him. Yeah. And <laughs> they stuck you on a city link. And yes, and I, it, it, to be fair, it is an incredibly comfortable experience, yeah. and it's only twenty quid each way if you yeah. book online in advance, yeah. which obviously wasn't possible at the time. But had I known, but this was uh, <laughs> how long? How long ago was this? Because you mentioned this being at a time when you could kind of get away with this kind of thing. Well, I'm I'm actually only twenty, um, but <laughs> I uh, I used to I used to I used to feed on gravel. Um, which has given me this uh, low, wistful tone. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do look quite old. You're sitting here, obviously, beside I am, me. Yes, well, I, 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 I've, uh, as I said, I was raised by wolves in Connemara, so that'll, uh, that'll that age you, essentially, the um, there's kind of a ratio. The, the more time you spend in Connemara, it's like one to seven. It's like yeah. dog years because your hair is is white gray. It is white gray yeah, because yeah. I saw the div- I saw the devil when I was. <laughs> When I was when I was uh, a boy, I was walking to school. I used to have to walk twenty six miles uh, for uh, very poor education to begin with. And one day I came, and this is actually the basis, of course, of my debut audiobook. Uh, I saw the I devil. saw the devil yeah. by, by Miles Ochey. Miles Ochey, Ochey. This is a kind of a little, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was walking to school, and uh, out jumped the devil, and he said, "Miles, come with me." Uh, I'm taking you back on the famine ship and we're going back to Bristol. I said, no, devil, you back off. Back off immediately. I have no better. I'm not going back there. I'm not going back to Bristol. I'm not going to see the Everly Brothers. And you have no right talking to me like that, devil. Get back. 
behind the, the stone walls from whence you came and I looked down and and would you believe it Dave my legs were, were hooves right and I realized in that moment that I myself was the devil uh, in in a sense in a kind of an allegorical sense you yes know? yeah um, so that's all on the audiobook and from that moment there was a great respect for me everywhere <laughs> because of the <laughs> Because you had met the devil and survived? Because or? I had met the devil and there was a bit of the devil within me. It was a yes. bit like... You don't still have the hooves, though. That was No, I don't no. have the hooves, um, but I can summon them uh, at parties and stuff like that. Uh, if if, if, if the that? night's going that way, it's kind of like taking a guitar out. It's kind of... A, a, you need to be sure that that's where the... You know, that the, the, the tone is going. I understand, yeah. Um, uh, but I will take them out. Now or no, no, not uh, now. But, you know, does it have maybe, to be like around midnight? Is there some? Yeah, it'd be kind of like if somebody brings up hooves or or seeing the devil or um any kind of alternative footwear. I generally can seg- segue in fairly easily, and I might just take one out and leave it there, and they'd say, "Jesus, your man over there with the the white hair has a hoof." Just organic. Like. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, look, I want to bring on um, Neve. Uh, Neve, you have a special relationship with Miles, is that right? I do indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I basically fed the wolves that raised him. Um, so I kind of think that I, I'm like the grandmother oh, okay. of Miles. Um, I used to get the city link up, 20 euro. Now, to be honest, I didn't always book online, so sometimes it was the twenty-eight euro, and that, that eight it'll, euro it'll would cost make you. all the yeah, difference yeah. over the course. I book was reading them of a Sunday. I'd go up. There'd be fewer bus times now, mind you. Um, I think there's four on a Sunday, whereas during the week. Mm. Sorry, Dave, I'm getting off point here, but no, no. I, I, during I the week, you might have the... on on the half hour, you'd have one. Yes. On a on Saturday now, I think. There might be six. But when you book in advance, can you uh, get a flexi ticket so you can take any one of those buses? Or do you have to book for a specific one? Yes, well, that's the thing. You have to book for the time you said. Yeah. Otherwise, they won't allow you on. Okay. So so if you go up and you have the ticket... Say it's for half four. Sorry, mm. Miles. I'm getting we'll off get back to you in a second, yeah. Miles. I'm just going to say clear this up. It's the half. Now, there isn't one on half four on a Sunday, but just say for. Imagine there was. For, yeah, yeah. Half four. No, well, actually, you know what? Use the real I'll one. go with the real times, yeah, yeah. right? Because otherwise, uh, people might As get far confused. as I remember now, because it's a few years now, as far as I remember, half nine. Mm. Half one. Mm. Half. Oh, there was one at half Because I'm thinking the Monday. Uh, on a bank holiday, Monday, Dave. They're different again, are they? Different or is again, which is very strange because well, usually in Dublin, anyway, mm. in Dublin now, this is Dublin bus and this isn't the private buses because I know there's Swords Express now and there's the, the, the Dunleary one. Yeah. They're not Dublin bus. No, and neither is CityLink, is it? CityLink, no, well, that's, that's a, a national bus. Yes. You know, I'm just talking, for example, Dublin bus, say. Are we, are we talking about Dublin bus? I'm just saying, for example, oh, the oh, Sunday times. Separate example. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Sunday times for Dublin bus. Yes. Would be the same for, the for bank, bank holiday. That's what Absolutely. I was trying to get at. Yes, I know it yes. sounds like I'm going off track, but no, it's all no, coming back. It's I, all I'm coming back. Right. So now we'll go back to City it pays at half four. Yeah. And you have a ticket for half four, and and then you get there at half six. Well, that would they, be quite late. Well, Sunday, they haven't got, they've only four buses. Oh, times. you go for the half six. So you've missed yeah, the half yeah. four, so you can't <laughs> go to the hour. And Miles, just hang on now one second. That's so, 
they will charge you the extra eight pounds. Ah, so you haven't lost out then. Listen, Neve, it was great talking to you. I want to bring on another caller. Uh, it's a rival uh, storyteller. Sean O'Hui is on the line. You, you had a falling out uh, with Miles, is that right? Yes, that's right. Um, we fell out of uh, uh, the bus. You fell out of the, the, the city link? Yes, we fell out of the city link. Um, if you get the advanced tickets, I don't know if you heard about this now, you can buy them online. Oh yes, 20 euro, yeah. 20 euro? Yeah. But it doesn't say how many, it just says admits one. But uh, if you're hugging, you can count as one person. Really? Yes. Is that so? As in, you, uh, you're kind of tricking the bus driver into thinking you are one person by legally they can't touch you. All oh, right, so he knows it's two people. He's not touching the ground. I'm the only one touching the ground. Okay, and that's the he's, legal. He's cradled in my arms, yeah. hugging me. Yeah. So you get on the bus, and then what? You have to stay like that for the whole journey. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's a problem if uh, you know you you want to get up and uh, just stretch your legs because uh, he's a grown twenty-year-old man. Yeah. Uh, with very pointy hooves sticking into me, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm just gonna need to stretch, get up and stretch my legs. I get up into the uh, aisle of of the bus. Uh, and uh, what do you know they turn the corner and the two of us go flying out the window out the window yes and were you hurt oh god I'm dying you're dying now as a result of this <laughs> I'm dying yes god uh, Miles how are you doing I, I, I'm not great either but I should probably preface this with say oh Hui is a fantastic storyteller and, and you know that well that was a great know, example I right should, well I tell you we all went on a journey there <laughs> and he writes the finest erotic fiction about the Baron that you're ever going to find on LimeWire yes. but I will say that what you should know is oh Hui, is that I was getting off that bus that, uh, that day I had gotten a call from my parents who I finally made contact with <gasps> back up in Dublin <gasps> They only had 20 minutes to meet me at the bus station. I was getting off the bus and I saw them. They were waving at me. I hadn't seen them since I was born. I remember everything. I remember coming out of the womb, as you know. And and I saw them waving at me. And next thing, this lummox of a man picks me up and takes me back on the bus Who to Galway. This, this is you. I will fight them. This is you. What? This is you, Okwe. You picked me up and I was waving at my parents who I had 20 minutes to me. I waving at, like, goodbye, I'm getting a free deal on the bus. No, I would never wave. Like, why would I wave for that? I don't know what all your waves mean. I mean, you have so many waves. My, I do have many waves, but as you know, I'm not a wave for that particular activity. That was a wave to my long-last parents, which right. I familiarized you I'm with if this incident should ever Scribble that out of the wave yeah. book, then. The old wave. Waves. Yeah. Yes, the Ohio waves. Yeah. The greatest casualty was our crossover book was destroyed, it was eaten by an ox. Yes. This the was related to the bus falling off when the bus. When we fell off the bus, uh, the, our, yeah. our crossover episode book where we tell each other's stories yes. in each other's voices. <laughs> yes. I do a great impression of him. Yeah. Can I hear it? Hello. Okay. Yeah. I met the devil. I'm always saying that. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Guys, I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank Aaron McGathy, Mark Canton, Fionn Foley, and Roxana Nicleam. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Roxana? Um, yeah, I'm doing a play what is going to be on in the Dublin Fringe Festival. Um, it's called Starlit, and it's written by Alison Spittle. And Peter McGann is in it and it's directed by Simon Holland. It's going to be on the 17th to the 22nd of September in Smock Alley, 
little black box theater. Deadly. Mark? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a, an improv show in Edinburgh. Oh, if you have any Edinburgh listeners, Autocrept are doing our show Sight Unseen, where we can perform any show in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. So come along and uh, we will perform. We're on the last week of the festival at like uh, 4.20 or something. Okay. Uh, search for us. We're in the program. Sight Unseen. Cool. Great. Yeah. Aaron? Um, uh can see Map Theatre Dublin every Thursday downstairs at Wigwam. I'm in that, which is why I'm mentioning it. Great. <laughs> uh, and I, I have a show in the Dublin Fringe as well called Al Does, Al Does Fucking Loves You on at the New Theatre from the 17th to the 21st. Beyond. Uh, similarly, if anyone's in the at, at the Edinburgh Fringe, uh, my show Brendan Galileo for Europe is in Assembly in Georgia Square from the for the full festival, 31st uh, of July to the 26th of August at half one. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you to the Heads of Podcast Network for having us and to John Frau for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Fuck them. They don't need any more plugs. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.